Today's thoughts explore how emotions spread from person to person and why catching feelings might be more prevalent than we think. This podcast is a rough around the edges attempt at exploring my mind in hopes that it might inspire you to explore yours. My name is Fontaine, and this is Fox in Thought. Feelings, so many feelings. The past two weeks, I've experienced emotions I didn't know existed and most certainly couldn't name. And every single person I know has expressed similar sentiments. And every time I talk to somebody about what they're thinking or feeling, I often leave feeling similarly to what they've expressed. You see, emotions are contagious, far more contagious than a virus. And that's why we're more likely to laugh when we're with another person, or if somebody starts yelling at me, I might raise my voice as well. Or if my sister starts crying, I can't help but tear up. And there's probably an extra layer as to when we start empathizing subconsciously, like if I'm sad because my dear friend lost his job, or when we start taking on the emotions of those around us simply to fit in. Have you ever laughed at a joke that you don't even understand, largely because everybody else is doing it? or acted horrified at somebody else's behavior because your friends are horrified. So we catch feelings all the time. And it's funny since catch feelings is often used in the context of I'm romantically interested in you. But to be honest, we're catching feelings all day, every day. Since I've started dabbling with mindfulness, I have become deeply aware of what my body is feeling. I've started noticing that I will sometimes catch feelings from complete strangers. I'll get anxious if I walk past a table of people on their phones and they seem socially awkward. Or I'll smile if somebody smiles at somebody that they love. I went to the grocery store the other day and this guy there was totally tweaking out. You could tell that he was terrified to be at the grocery store because he was running between the aisles. I wanted to stop and yell at him, look, dude, everybody's scared, but your twitchy body language is making people 10 times more scared. It's funny. The fear of the virus is far more contagious than the virus itself. If I go out without a mask on and everyone else is wearing a mask, It's a way of me seeing their fear, and it makes me more scared. Of course, I'm not making a judgment on to whether or not people should be wearing masks, just noticing how I feel when I see everybody wearing masks. I think I read once that anxiety is the most contagious emotion. Think about it. When one of your colleagues or your partner is stressed, you can totally pick up on it in their shoulders and the way that they move. And whether or not you realize it, it's probably making you stressed or anxious as well. Now, I've been feeling pretty angry over the last day or so, but for a very specific reason. At our company, some of the leaders shared some alignment on priorities at an org-wide meeting, and during it, one of the implications was that my team's product was no longer a priority. 
It was unclear as to what exactly that meant, but I could immediately register a shift in people's voice. So, uh, uh, what, what does that mean for me? Are, are we canceling the project? Am, am I still going to have a job? I felt everyone turn into what I perceived as roly-polies. Do you remember those little insects that were gray and could turn into a ball like a tiny armadillo? In that meeting, everybody's energy collapsed into tiny fear balls. Now, to be honest, their fear made me feel scared. I was not scared about what my leader said, but I was scared of my colleagues' fear-based responses. See, my own well-being depends on the well-being of my team. I am nothing without the contributions of my group. So it is in my interest that I ensure that my team has compelling work for us in the future. But I also know that when we approach any problem from a posture, whether physical or metaphorical, riddled in fear, it will reflect in our performance. But if I approach a problem with my shoulders back and chest out, I will feel braver and my courage will increase the likelihood of my success. Now, my courage is not a guarantee to success, but I can't imagine any scenario where being emotionally shrunk into a ball is an effective way to navigate. So, several of my peers were scared, and I get it. But many of our leaders were visibly scared, and that makes me angry. I understand that they're scared, but it's also their job to show strength and resolve and save their insecurities and fears with the few that they really trust. A colleague told me, this is when we have to really start acting selfishly. It's going to be every man for himself. But I kept thinking, that mindset is the problem, not the external forces. If an effective team at a tech giant with infinite resources can't approach a situation with courage, then who will? Honestly, that's one of my biggest fears with this whole thing. Is the whole world collapsing into fear balls? Do we have 7 billion curled up roly-polies? Fear-based behavior is defensive, and that sort of thinking is the exact opposite than what we need to beat the virus, which is cooperation. I've been doing a lot of yoga recently. Being holed up doesn't give many options for fitness. And a common flow in yoga is the cat-cow sequence. As a cat, we curve our backs high and look downward, creating a concave shell. And as cow, we thrust our chests forward and we look up, arching in a convex way. This movement, this opening and closing, is exactly how I see some people behaving. Many are going into cat, shoulders hunched and backs curved, eyes down. Who will thrust their chest forward and stride boldly into the opportunity? What was the most inspiring thing that you've seen come out of the last two weeks? And was there a particular person or group that was responsible for that thing? <laughs>